0: We're wrapping up today's show on your Cyber Monday with a word. Do you have a favorite word or one that stands out in your mind that kind of sums up this year? We're joined by Peter Sokolowski, the editor-at-large of Merriam-Webster Dictionaries. Hi, Peter. We're so glad you could join us today.
1: It's great to be with you.
0: I'm not going to disclose what the word is. (laughs) I wanted you to say what the word is because I thought it was pretty good.
1: Well, Merriam-Webster's word of the year for 2023 is authentic.
0: And how did you arrive at authentic as the word of the year?
1: Well, our word of the year is a statistical measure. We take our online dictionary at merriamwebster.com and we look at the traffic. We look at what made us look up words collectively as a culture, as a country. Um, And we have 100 million page views per month uh, on that dictionary. So we have a lot of data to look at and what we do is we compare that data with previous years to make sure that uh it's a word that is looked up uh in 2023 that was not looked up in in the past and authentic is a word that connects to so many stories notably about ai artificial mm-hmm. intelligence and deep fakes can we trust w- whether a student wrote his paper can we believe our own eyes uh, or even videos of 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 politicians Um, That has been in the news, uh, and and to to say nothing of the SAG after strike, which was in part about the representation of actors um, as uh, deepfakes, as AI um, uh, video. So it's been a word in the news regarding AI, but also regarding identity. Uh, Taylor Swift said she was looking for her authentic self. Elon Musk referred to uh, the kinds of social media posts that he prefers, which are, quote, authentic. And I think what he meant by that was something that was without an intermediary, something that was honest.
0: I, I love how the word that you select really reflects what's happening in our culture at the time. I I think that in, you know, 100 years from now, they're going to look back at this and be able to see the connection between the, this word, this popular word, and what's happening in our culture. I know last year the word was gaslighting, uh, which was uh, searched, I can't remember, a thousand percent increase in the number of searches mm-hmm. for the word gaslighting. And I think people are still looking that up, by the way, and seeing what it, what it really means. Uh, the year before that, uh, the word was vaccine. No surprise there due to the pandemic.
1: Well, exactly. And, and you've kind of touched on two different ways that, um, that, or two different kinds of words that we see. There is the sort of single spike, single story word, like vaccine, or the year before that, the word pandemic itself. Uh, which is self-explanatory, as you say. But then there are other words uh, like authentic, which is a word because it's an abstract word and it's also a quality that we value. It's a word that's relatively high in our daily lookups, but never number one. And so it rose uh, in percentage terms a little bit less than a thousand percent. But because the word started from a higher position on our list, um that uh, that that bulk the raw numbers was enough to make it word of the year tell me some
0: of the other big searches you had at merriam webster this year
1: absolutely well the word deep fake itself uh is a, is a, is a new concept to many people and people looked it up it's connected to authentic obviously the word coronation uh because in in may uh we we saw the first king of england crowned in 86 years and that's a word that had a kind of unique specificity uh the word dystopian again also connected to authenticity and deep fakes uh but also connected to the uh global climate crisis and the the smoke from canada the fires in hawaii and other stories like that
0: and i also uh understand that (laughs) the word that was on your list that i thought was kind of funny was doppelganger i'm trying to think what was that connected to
1: well that's another one that connected to a few stories oddly and i have to say bizarrely there was not one but two attempted murders uh, one in Germany and one in New York um, that uh, involved uh, the lookalike of the criminal. Um, oh. But also there were two minor league baseball players who looked so much alike they took a DNA test. And finally, there was Naomi Klein's book, which was a big hit called Doppelganger.
0: So, and again, I think it's interesting that you're able to measure this, obviously, now because people look things up online. A very few people have their Merriam-Webster dictionaries. We still have one here in the newsroom, by the way. I just want you to know that. (laughs) I'm uh, glad. Yeah, because you never know. You never know when you can still look Mm -hmm. up that word. Uh, But it's interesting now that you can actually keep track of that. Uh, Back uh, maybe five years ago, in uh, I remember in England, the number one search after the uh, uh, England voted to for Brexit, uh, mm-hmm. the search the next day after the election was the word Brexit. People, uh, I, it seemed like people didn't even know what they were voting for. They had to look <laughs> it up. They had to look it up online.
1: Well, the fact is, yes, the dictionary serves a public function. It's like a public utility. And, and, and moments, for example, in 2020, when we saw a huge number of lookups for the term COVID-19 itself, which of course was not in the dictionary, uh, until, uh, I think it took us 36 days after the term was coined by the World Health Organization. Um, and so what you realize is there's a comfort, uh, in, in the solid knowledge. Uh, it's kind of a backstop in, in an age of, uh, you know, alternative facts and fake news. People go to the dictionary for a neutral and objective arbiter of meaning. And the fact is, that's always important.
0: How does a word make it into the dictionary? Because you just said uh, that you, um, the word, was it COVID? You said that it took Mm -hmm. about 28 days before you, how, how do you decide, okay, this word's being thrown about, we have to put it in the dictionary.
1: Right. It's actually a very easy decision to make if the word is used. It goes in. So if a word is used by enough people in enough places, it used to be we would check publications, uh, which was always the gold standard. We'd look at the New York Times, the Daily News, uh, the Wall Street Journal, uh, the big magazines, and uh, also academic journals, medical journals, and books and magazines of all kinds. Uh, but now, of course, we also have social media postings and we can follow things much more quickly. So if a word is used by many people in many publications to mean the same thing, then we try to get it into the dictionary as soon as we can.
0: It, you know, in a world where everything is debated and everything, uh, there can be such vitriol about anything <laughs> and everything. Do you ever get a lot of grief for maybe choosing this word or that word or maybe not including a word in the dictionary?
1: Well, absolutely. Uh, The fact is, because the dictionary is is perceived as an authority, uh, we end up being a target uh, for a a lot of unhappy people. If they are unhappy with, uh, for example, um, words that describe um, uh, gender identity, for example, Mm -hmm. or uh, the legal status of of marriage. Now, the dictionary is not a legal document. We are simply measuring the English language. So sometimes what people are really angry at is the culture that has changed uh, the law and not the word itself. But we still absolutely do get a lot of attention, some of it not so positive.
0: Uh, my last question is, Peter, what's your background? How did you get into doing this?
1: <laughs> uh, by accident, of course. Um, I, uh, I loved words, uh, and I think that's the only true qualification. I went to university to become a, a French professor. I loved French literature, um, but I ended up getting a little detour. And now 30 years later, I'm still with the dictionary.
0: You just can't put that dictionary down. Did did you have a mother or an authority figure that would say to you, look that up?
1: (laughs) Everybody does, and I hear that story all the time. And absolutely, what was true uh, from dinner guests, they would say at the end of dinner, there would be encyclopedias all over our dinner table.
0: (laughs) What a great story. Peter Sokoloski, editor-at-large of Merriam-Webster, thank you for the word authentic, the word of the year, 2023. And thanks for joining us here on WJR. We'll be back tomorrow.